Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you so much for being with us here on the program today. Uh, today is a, a beautiful, beautiful day as we are conversing with a couple of lovely, lovely ladies who are connected with, uh, I have to tell you, probably one of the most important elements in uh, the sustenance, if you will, the sustainability of our world, of our societies and civilization. And that has to do with music. And we're going to talk about the Star Jasmine Music Foundation and uh, Jams Music. We have the executive director and founder, Nancy Earl, and her sidekick, if you will, uh, who is uh, joining us here on the program, her assistant. And uh, her name is Maria Sin Sincata. And I want to thank uh, both of you for joining us here on the program. This is a, a real pleasure. I know that it's always better to meet in person and hear the sounds, but I'll tell you what, uh, I'll take what I can get at this particular point uh, because we need to talk about and converse about this whole aspect of how important music is. And we'll get into the, the, the delineation. So, Nancy, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having us. And Maria, and Maria as well, thank you for uh, being with us here on what happens to be uh, a day when we are getting a nice uh, downpour of rain uh, for a change. When it rains, it pours. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. So, so tell us about uh, this uh, uh, this endeavor. H how did the Star Jasmine Foundation get started? What was the what was the impetus? I know the reason why music is important, and so on and so forth. Uh, so, so Nancy, please enlighten us. Well, it started, um, it all started around my daughter who was 10 years old and her life was taken in Yosemite by a fallen tree. And it was my last memory of her was music. She was a little singer songwriter and she could belt out the blues. And I just couldn't even believe that. And I was really wanting to hear more and then her life was taken and I just felt like I've got to do something to keep on keeping on and make a difference in this world in her memory and create a legacy around the music. After about a year, I just knew that I had to do it. And so I started off with producing a CD called the Star Jasmine CD, which provides comfort to those I've lost a loved one and I wanted it to educate people that have lost someone to possibly do something in their memory and keep their memory alive and and help heal because music is so healing it really did help heal me and maria how did you get involved i'm pretty new to town i just moved here very recently and i was driving down the street looking for a, a house or apartment to rent and i saw jams on a building on milpas and i thought i like to jam i must get in touch so that's basically <laughs> it i mean i've worked with kids in music uh ever since 2001 actually and i've created my own music programs both in the united states and germany and so it's second nature to me to just kind of get involved with things like this and then serendipitously i met nancy and i feel like it's just 
a perfect sort of perfect fit a perfect she's, fit yeah she's it, amazing it, very serendipitous was last summer was it yeah it was yeah. last summer right before the rock camp yeah perfect she was an excellent teacher at rock camp and thanks she she's just amazing person and she's a great musician thank you yeah. and a great administration assistant <laughs> really rocking it that way too thank you well i'm just glad that you started something like this that oh. i could hop on to you know? oh thank you so well, now what uh, what kind of instrument do you play maria i play a little bit of a lot of things uh mostly guitar but then also bass i play whatever anyone's not playing so right now i'm playing bass in a band actually because nobody else was um i've played drums in a couple of bands and synthesizer as well ukulele saxophone i'm actually currently starting a street brass band with a french guy here who comes from the french street brass band tradition and so that's another project so yeah i like to just sort of diversify and go where there is need Mm -hmm. so nancy in uh in terms of music as a part of your life uh i had a, a great privilege uh in interviewing my parents and ask them about uh, music <clears throat> not just in their lives but also in our lives the lives of the, the siblings the children uh and um they expressed uh how important uh it was uh, to be able to have uh, a voice to which we would uh, go around the neighborhood around at Christmas time caroling, uh, sometimes to empty houses. <laughs> um, and uh, we would also, uh, we, we would, each of us would um, sort of pick, a, a, I think five out of the six of us chose a musical uh, aspect to our uh, grade school and high school extracurriculars i was in madrigals and in band in high school and i wonder how you were introduced to and how music became an integral part of your life and i know this had to be long before uh, yeah. your family <laughs> yeah that's very true um well Music to me was um, always so important. My dad, we would he's Canadian. My parents would have a lot of parties growing up and everybody would sit around and my dad would play the guitar and we'd have sing-alongs and it was really fun. Yeah. So that was my first introduction to music. And then um, I remember going to grade school and there was only five instruments to choose and there would be a lottery. And if you didn't pick the, your, the lottery, you wouldn't get an instrument. And so I tried for a few years and I never got an instrument to play. Terrible. So I just thought, oh my gosh, I've got to create. I think that might've been part of the reason of wanting to do jams too. That there's, I think there's a few reasons, you know, but, and then when I was a child, my parents, bought me a piano well from santa claus put a sheet on it came two weeks before christmas said santa's bringing you this and you can't look at it and so after a couple days i couldn't stand it anymore i i picked up the sheet real early in the morning and i saw the glossy black piano with the with the uh, brass pedals i'm thinking oh i'm hot i got a piano so 
I, every day after school for three months after Christmas, I played that piano every day with no lessons. And I drove my dad crazy because he really just wanted to sleep when he got off of work <laughs> and take a nap. <laughs> so I drove him crazy. So finally, one day I came home really excited to play the piano. It was gone. Come to find out they were just renting it. <laughs> so I got the piano taken from me. So, you know, it's just nice to be able to give back instruments for kids and and help with music in so many ways. Is there a particular genre of music that you enjoy? I'm sure your tastes are very eclectic, but I'm sure you have your favorites. My taste is very eclectic. I, I love Jack Johnson. I love Dave Grohl. I love Cornerstone, One, Two, Tree, King Zero, Reggae. I love, um, I love the blues, rock and roll, pop, just everything, actually, jazz. I just, I love music. It just, I love the vibration of the music. It makes me feel good. <laughs> and what about you, Maria? You're, you're, you play a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, are, are, and I guess I'll ask the two of you this. Are either of you vocalists? Maria is. I'm not. I, I write songs, but I... I want to hear you sing. I'm dying to hear you sing. Sometimes I sing because I have to, because <laughs> I write the songs. But I'm not really a singer. You know? Okay. Well, maybe we'll put you on the spot soon at the jam. We're having a jam at jams the day after tomorrow. So that's Wednesday. And I'm hoping to hear Nancy sing. <laughs> I always sing because it's fun and because nobody else wants to sing, which is strange. So in yeah. every single one of my bands nobody's wanted to sing. So I always have to do it. And I'm so happy that I have that opportunity. I, I personally think so anyone great. can sing. Well, I don't know. My, one of my favorite vocalists actually is Mo Tucker from the Velvet Underground. She's actually the drummer or she was the drummer. She wasn't the main singer, obviously she wasn't Lou Reed, but, um, and so she doesn't have a very trained voice. And that's what I appreciate is that she sings in such a raw manner it shows that nearly anyone can sing. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Sleater Kinney, but the band prior to that, that Corin Tucker was in, it was called Heavens to Betsy. And she was in that kind of before she knew how to sing. And I prefer it. I think that sort of oh. raw, you know, just, just very natural and passionate mm -hmm. voice is my favorite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I also, I love duos because I, I like to play in duos and I think you have to be very creative in a duo and um, really figure out how to maximize your sound with pedals and also harmonizing voices with the other band member. And so I, that's what interests me. Hmm. Well, I would have to what say that- What music do you like? Oh, there you go. What's that? What kind of music do you like? Well, uh, first of all, let me say that there's a gentleman by the name of William Shatner who has a few albums out. Now, he doesn't actually sing. It's more like uh, uh, vocal speaking, if you will, you know, where he keeps time with the music and so forth. And he's got his stories that he's telling in the songs. But it's not really, it's not really singing in terms of harmonies and melodies and those kinds of things. Uh, but it is certainly something that people do enjoy. Uh, for myself, uh, it's interesting how 
um, of late, I have uh, really enjoyed country music. Um, I don't know if that's because I, I now own a, a Ford F-150. <laughs> um, my three favorite artists who uh, passed very early in their lives, and I often wonder uh, what they would be saying. Uh, although it's not that difficult, if you listen to their music, they would probably still be saying the same things today that they were back then. Uh, John Denver, Harry Chapin, and Dan Fogelberg. And I find it fascinating that that music, and then, of course, music of that era and even before, many of those songs and the lyrics are just as appropriate today as they were in that day, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of a sad commentary because it, it sort of tells us we haven't come very far. We, you know, we really haven't come very far. We haven't learned the lessons. And that's part of what this program is about, is helping people to understand and learn those lessons uh, that um, help them to move forward and transform their lives. Music, of course, is extremely transformative. And uh, that's something we want to talk about here on the program. You are listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. Your sweet voice 
I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you for staying with us here on Tell Me Your Story as we bring you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Uh, the uh, Star Jasmine Foundation, Music Foundation, it deals and works with primarily young people, teenagers. Is that right? Um, it, it works a lot with younger people, but also with adults. We have all ages because okay. music's everyone. Okay. Uh, so I, I can now claim uh, as, as on my resume, so to speak, uh, that I am now a songwriter. I've only written one song, but I guess once you started, uh, you're able to claim that. And uh, I have that song up on my YouTube channel, Tell Me Your Story, that people can uh, listen to and watch as well. I edited as well uh, the video. And what I find interesting is the process. I, uh, it, it really opened my eyes up to the challenges that songwriters have. Now, Nancy, you say you're a songwriter. So how did, how did songwriting begin for you? Um, it just, I, I can remember when I wrote my first song, I was in the mountains of Northern California, sitting by a creek and just kind of meditating and just got some energy from the trees and that, and just, could hear the trees ruffling and the wind blowing through and the birds and it just very it inspired me so much and I just started I was playing the guitar and I just started singing and started coming out <laughs> just like I get inspired by nature a lot mm -hmm. and, and things that happen in your life that touch your heart what was do you remember the first song you ever wrote um, yeah, the first song I ever wrote actually didn't have words and it's not recorded yet. And I, I have, it's a Chumash song, so it's, it's going to be, oh, nice. it's going to be fun to get the right people to sing it. Wow. <laughs> sounds amazing. Yeah. It's going to be really nice. Mm -hmm. It has to do with this area and the islands and yeah. Well, what I can tell you, what little I do know of Chumash, um, uh, I have ha have a good friend. His name is Peter Almos, and uh, uh, he taught me at least one word uh, that actually is the name of this area, which most people refer to as Santa Barbara. And uh, the Chumash name is Suktun. Suktun. Oh. That's the name, I believe, if, I am, if I'm correct. Oh. Uh, and then, of course, in our uh, comings and goings, when we greet each other as we come together and as we, uh, as we also <clears throat> uh, depart, aho, aho. And, um, and we grab each other by the upper four, you know, the forearm, uh, uh, you know, and shake, and then we'll touch shoulders, that kind of thing. It's just that's the sort of the um, incoming and outgoing greeting, if you will. Uh, yeah. I find it very interesting, too, and I don't know too many people that know this, that there is actually a Chumash dictionary. Wow. I, I think that hmm? about that because they're trying to revive it because it's a dying language. Is that yeah. the case? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and this has been going on for quite a number of years. I had a couple of ladies in the studio talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about the, uh, the dictionary, and it was a fascinating conversation. Um, and I think this is one of the things maybe that's part of what's missing. Now, I was watching some of the videos on your website. And uh, before we go any further, I want to let our listeners know the website is Jasmine. Uh, uh, no, it is jamsmusic.org. Yeah. Jamsmusic.org. J-A-M-S-M-U-S-I-C.org. And we hope that you will go there and uh, find out more about <clears throat> uh, the uh star jasmine music foundation you are listening to tell me your story new paradigms for a new world it's time of tribulation it's time to rebuild positive energy forward progression help the children give love to receive love be the change you wish to see in the world ja rastafari Gotta take the time to show you care Gotta take the time to make a change Just a little love, go ahead and shine your light Gotta take the time to make things right What the world needs now is healing time Healing time, what the world needs now. Let's make a change for the good of the children. Look around the world today. And tell me if you see what is going on. Look around the world today. And tell me if you see what is going on. Look around the world today. And tell me if you can see the changes. Come tell me, tell me. Can you see the changes? Yeah, gotta take the time to show you care. Gotta take the time, gotta give your share. With just a little love, shine the light. Gotta take the time, don't fuss or fight. What the world needs now. Healing time, it's giving time What the world needs now Let's sow the seeds for the good of our future Look around the world today, yeah Tell me, can you see what is going on? Look around the world today Tell me, can you see what is going on? Look around the world today can you see what is going on? You got to tell me, tell me Can you see what's going on? Can you see what is going on? Keep on moving You've got to keep on grooving Can you see what is going on? I really want to know now And people keep on sharing Can you see what is going on? Got to, got to I've got to find a way Can you see what is going on? Can you see what is going on? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you for staying with us here on Tell Me Your Story as we bring you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Maria, about you. Uh, are you a songwriter or do you just play what other people write? No, I kind of can't stand playing covers, but I, I do it sometimes. And at the jam, I'll do it because at a jam session, I, I like to play covers with people because it's a universal language that we already know. We can mm. immediately connect on it. I'm not going to go to a jam session, play my own songs and expect that people follow along. Yeah, um, That's a little harder. So that in that context, I, I like covers just to connect with people or your own reinterpretation of, of a song. I like to reinterpret songs as well, but yeah, I prefer to write my own songs. Definitely. It's, I mean, we already have other people's songs, right? It's, we're here to <laughs> bring something new to the world. That's my philosophy. Yeah. So tell me about, uh, your experiences with songwriting. Have you, uh, do you remember the first song you ever wrote? I do. It was on the piano. It had no words. It was called Hawthorne Boulevard for my, no, it did have words. And it's funny, it, now that we're entering Christmas time, it was all about um, a Christmas tree that had been thrown away. It was very sad oh. after Christmas. And it was just, it was a, a little like ditty I wrote when I was small. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. definitely. <laughs> and you uh, write uh, uh, certainly about, is there one thing in particular, Nancy says nature inspires her. What inspires you to write? I, I write more political stuff, honestly, because I see it as a way to be subversive in that I can say things in music that I can't just go around and talk about ordinarily without maybe people being a little bit put off. I think they're more receptive to it if it's wrapped in a song. So, yeah, and I find it depends on the era, what's going on. I wrote a lot about domestic violence for a while or gun violence. And now all of my songs seem to be coming out against the mind control that the mass media is sort of a part of. So there's always kind of a, a theme, you know, anti-war or whatever. Yeah. I can't think of everything. Oh, the um, Pussy Riot in um, Russia. I wrote a song about them back when that first um, was an issue. So yeah, just basically I write about what's going on and then whatever, some stupid love songs every now and again, just to <laughs> sort of throw it into the mix, you know, cause you can't always be so heavy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is very interesting. Now, uh, when it comes to the, uh, the foundation, uh, tell me, uh, when was the, uh, star Jasmine music foundation started? Well, it started in, 1997 so we're still grassroots after all these years mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's um yeah it started in 1997 and i produced a cd like i was saying in memory of jasmine then i gifted with the proceeds i gifted um instruments to children and then i felt like i could do more maybe we need to open a school at first, I wanted to open 20 acres of land at Music and Art Retreat Center so that people could come and, and learn about music and art and, and stay on the property for weekend and week-long retreats. But then the person that I met up in Esalen in a leadership class, he said, hey, um, you know, you're not at that level yet. You need to prove yourself in the community. Mm -hmm. And so 
you know, get something small around here and you can um, just keep growing organically. And so that's what I did. And so that's where we're at right now. <laughs> you are listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. My hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken hearted people living in the world agree. Mother Mary comes to me Speaking 
I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you for staying with us here on Tell Me Your Story as we bring you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. So when someone finds out about the Star Jasmine Music Foundation and they are interested in participating uh, from the side of wanting to create music, wanting to learn to play an instrument, wanting to learn how to write a song, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I would take it, first of all, there is a place on the website they can go to sort of sign up or find out more and then a phone number they can call, which we'll give out as well. Uh, and uh, what's, what's sort of the first step someone takes in that regard? Oh, you can email us as well, which is a great way to do things. I obviously you're welcome to call Nancy. But um, we have a new email address, which is just info at jamsmusic.org. And you can just shoot us an email with an inquiry, and then we will try to find someone to suit your needs. If you're looking for private lessons, for example, or if you're looking for band coaching, we'll try and do that as well. We'd love to coach um, young bands, which is what we do anyway during our, our rock camp. But we offer that to the community that, yeah, Kids can come with their friends and we can teach them a little bit of all of the instruments, help them write songs and then help them get shows in the community as well, which is quite a cool thing because we have some contacts at the downtown Santa Barbara organization. And so we're going to have one of our young bands play, for example, at the uh, State Street Promenade very soon. And so there are opportunities for kids to come in, learn how to play with their friends, write songs and and play shows that we will organize for them. So, I mean, we have a lot of other things going on too, like the teen night that happens every Friday. And this is something that we really want to start pushing hard because it's such a, it's such a great opportunity that I feel like a lot of people don't know about. And if I were a kid who lived here, I would be there all the time. It's basically, we just open up jams. The kids can use the equipment, can jam with one another. And it's every Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. for free for everyone. And especially now, because people have been so isolated for the last year and a half, and it's they're coming out and just really feeling like they want to get back together again with people and socialize. That's one element that's been missing for a year and a half now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We think that now is the time, basically, to get those kids out. They've been stuck at home, very isolated. So they're coming out, they're kind of shy. And well, we're better to come out than at jams to find your future friends, your future bandmates, learn a new instrument or explore instruments that you never touched before. So if you come in and maybe you're a keyboardist, but you have always wanted to play the banjo, we have a million banjos on the wall that <laughs> one, can, one can grab and, and try out. So we're, we're all about music exploration as well, trying out all the instruments, really switching off in the context of the jam. A lot of people jump back and forth between the drums, the bass, the guitar. It's really highly encouraged to just try it all out and have yeah. fun ukulele, mm -hmm. harp, we got a little bit of everything. One, yeah, one, <laughs> of the, one of the great things about bringing all these kids together, which is what we'd like to do, is that they're so separated by sort of socioeconomic status and also by location where they live in terms of you go to school with the kids, 
near you or wherever. And those are the kids you, you know and you become friends with or your neighbors. And this is just so, um, it's, it's so segregated still in a way. And we want to bring everybody together, public schoolers, mm -hmm. private schoolers, homeschoolers, uh, kids from all parts of all parts of Santa Barbara and beyond throw them into your room and they speak one language, the language of music. Mm -hmm. And that is what creates some, a, a beautiful solidarity. Mm. We're talking with uh, Nancy Earl and Maria uh, Sen Senkota. Senkata. Senkata. Senkata uh, from the Star Jasmine Music Foundation. And of course, they've already mentioned a number of different events that are coming up. And if you can certainly find out more by going to jamsmusic.org. That's jamsmusic.org. And they have all kinds of uh, uh, great, uh, great things going on all the time. Now, I'm curious as to what the facility on Milpas is used for. I've been there. I was a, uh, thank you so much for the tour. You've got so many instruments on the wall and on the floor and, and uh, in different rooms and so forth. What goes on there? Oh, gosh, a lot of music exploration. We also do um, rehearsal space. We record. Um, we, we have... Um, band coaching, private lessons, teen night, adult jam this Wednesday coming up, music exploration, after school programs. We also do outreach. We go into facilities that need us the most and help out with music. We've been in the Sarah House, the Braille Institute, the hospitals, um, rehab Inc. centers, Girls Inc. And yeah, we, we get out there wherever we can and, and try to make a difference. And um, yeah, you were saying about events. I just want to mention this one event that we have coming up and that is at Soho, um, January 29th, um, beautiful benefit for jams. And we'll be raffling off a guitar, a Jasmine guitar and a bunch of People from around Santa Barbara are donating um, dinner for two and just all kinds of great raffle opportunities. And there's three bands, King Zero, Cornerstone, and One Two Three, amazing musicians that have been playing around this town for 20 years. It's reggae, so it's danceable. So you can come and dance your butt off and have a lot of fun. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but now, I mean, that's that's why I'm going, besides the fact that you'll be there and it's about jams. I just yeah. want to dance. So I think we all need to dance after the last couple of years. Right. Right. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, it's, uh, there have been a lot of things that we, we, uh, haven't been able to do uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, sometimes it's for the reason, but uh, one of the things that I found interesting was, uh, you know, when they told us to stay home, uh, you know, back in March of 2020, they didn't tell us to stay inside. And I always found it fascinating. Everybody was staying inside. It's like, you can go out in the backyard. You can go in the front yard. It's not a big Get some sun. You are listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I believe in a better future. 
I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you for staying with us here on Tell Me Your Story as we bring you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. You have a, a, a studio there. I mean, you, you record as well, correct? Yes. yes. Now, who is your, uh, do you have a particular engineer? Is that you? Uh, or do you have different people who are learning how to do this? Well, we have Cody Wheatley. He's the studio manager, and he's been producing some CDs in there and, but you know, CDs are 
obsolete, but there's other ways to get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's streaming true. And all your favorite streaming music opportunities. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Speaking of that, we do have a new CD that just came out. And it's interesting because it's called Paradigms and your show is, is a, about a paradigm. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, you get that to us, we'll put it into this program. I mean, I would love to be able to feature okay. uh, the music that's created by... Uh, the Star Jasmine Music Foundation, uh, future musicians, but you also have musicians who are well-established, have their own track record, and also recognize the importance of music. So I'm going to give you an opportunity, if you wouldn't mind, do a little name dropping. Here it's just perfectly okay to uh, (laughs) let people know of the kinds of individuals who live in this area who know how important music is and they want to make sure it continues. Yes. Well, we've been really fortunate. The first CD that we produced, um, we have Kenny Loggins on there and he has um, did a beautiful endorsement commercial for jams to help our school grow. And um, he did a new rendition of let it be gospel rock style with with Kenny Loggins, Ginger Baker, Steve Ferris from Mr. Mr., um, Mel Brown, just some really great people on that CD, Um, Hanny Nasser, um, Dave Mason from Traffic. He did an incredible job on his music there. Mm -hmm. And him and I wrote a song together and called How Do I Get to Heaven, Dave Mason. Mm. And it's amazing with Jim Capaldi. You can, I think you can see it on YouTube, him playing it, How Do I Get to Heaven. And it's, it's great. But um, yeah, so we've had a lot of Peter Frampton. He doesn't live here, but he's been really kind to do a beautiful endorsement commercial for us as well. And we just had a lot of good Pato Bonton, a reggae artist, a lot of good people that have come through jams and supported and have played there and, and rehearsed there. Iration and um, Revolution and some, some good artists come through. Mm. I think artists. that's one of the things that uh, I am now sort of a part of that ilk of individuals who have had uh, quite a really nice career. It's not over, don't get me wrong. Uh, (laughs) And we want to share what we've learned with other people. You know, I'm not necessarily a musician. I'm a vocalist, I suppose, Um, but uh, more in the production end, uh, producing of all kinds of different things. And of course, now in the last year and a half, this is one of the nice, this is one of the pluses of the last year and a half. Uh, yeah. I didn't video edit before, and I am doing that now. And no. it's, it's a lot of fun. So, you know, we take our opportunities where they come. And maybe now is the time for an individual who's listening to this program, step out, say, hey, uh, I'd like to try this. I think this would be fun, you know. Yeah. And, and um, I, I would encourage people to get a hold of the Star Jasmine Music Foundation through Jasm- J- Jams 
music.org, Jams Music, J A M S M U S I C.org, Jams Music.org. And we'll also be linked to your website as well so that people can go straight away to uh, your website to find out more about the work that you're doing. Obviously, see the videos from, I've watched the ones from Kenny and uh, Peter and uh, not that I'm on a first maiden basis with them, but uh, be that as it may, <laughs> I don't think they'd mind because I have a feeling that after so long being uh, in the limelight, if you will, in the heyday of their careers, and again, I'm not saying that their careers are over either, but I have a feeling that they'd really rather, you know, develop uh, um, more of a community atmosphere on a first name basis you know, Mr. Dugan is my father. Okay. Uh, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that aspect of music and the importance of music in developing community. Talk to us about that. Nancy, you start. Uh, well, um, what can I say about that? I just, what can't you say? There's so yeah, much to be said. There's so that. much to be said. And it's just so wonderful to, um, oh, how can I explain it? <laughs> I you want me to jump in? Would you? Please? Do you mind? If yeah. you don't mind, I, well, we I, want Jams to become basically the living room of the community's youth in terms of the teen night, but also just. Very well said. Thank you. I mean, it does, <laughs> it feels like a living room. I, I just for anyone who hasn't been there, which doesn't include you, obviously, but anyone listening, it has a very special vibe. And I'm not a woo-woo person at all like that, but you get in there, has an energy where people come out of their shells. They do things you wouldn't expect in terms of just putting themselves out there and connecting with one another. It's, it's quite a magical place, actually. Uh, it just has a special energy that brings people together. And so we want it to just be used as the community's living room, open for everyone, especially the kids on teen night, but any sort of event that can bring people together because I find music as the fundamental way to bring people together. It's, it's just mm -hmm. so primal, everybody reacts to it. You can't not react to music and it's something that you call out. I mean, there are solo musicians out there. I don't understand them really. I like to collaborate. <laughs> I find that music is a way to interact. And yeah, so through our, through our jam sessions and through our other programs, we are seeking to bring people together in order to creatively co collaborate and break down the, the um, sort of barriers that separate us. Because if we're all speaking the same language of music, then we can all get along and then there would be no hate and war and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you just, if you put all the world exactly. leaders in one room in jams, for example, yeah. with the instruments, <laughs> they'd have no war, I'm confident, but they, we haven't gotten there yet. But I can say, um, just That's sort good. of as an aside, I've um, lived in two different countries in Europe without having spoken the language and music was exactly how I found community because mm -hmm. I didn't, I would move to Germany and speak German, but then I joined a few bands and you just sort of, you meet people and you connect on that musical level. It didn't matter that I didn't speak their language. And then mm -hmm. I moved to Italy, played music with them, didn't speak their language, but they embraced me because through music, we're speaking the same language. And so that's proven to me that music is all you need, really. Yes, and that's well put. <laughs> and, and actually what we're getting ready to do this year, we're gonna hit 
Santa Barbara by storm and go in there and and get out there with music series and, and create opportunities for the kids to play music and the adults and create more awareness for jams. And, and people tell us when they come in there, there is, there's not another place like that in Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. It's, it's different. They've been telling us that a lot lately. Yeah. And it is, it's such a great place. Like you said, like a living room, like a place to bring the community together. I feel like we've been in a, in a um like a, a metamorphosis like a butterfly we've been in a cocoon for mm -hmm. all this time and it's the cathartic experiences now we're just opening up like a butterfly people are getting out they're tired of just being in solitude and they want to be out and be together so we're going to try to do what we can to get the music out there as much as possible bringing people together in a happy way well, I, I can tell you that uh, songwriting, and I'm sure the two of you would attest to this, that, um, of course, depends upon maybe the song that you're, you're working on. I know that as I worked on my very first song, thinking not so much, oh, this will be easy. I certainly did not take that attitude. It is very therapeutic, uh, very, very cathartic, if you will. Uh, um, and one of the things that I have noticed um, is that the songs that come from personal experience, come from the heart, are truly the songs, not always, but many times, those are the songs that become the hits, that people really like because they can resonate with that that set of lyrics, those words, that sentiment, that emotion. Uh, and um, I think that's the reason why I gravitated uh, back in my teen years uh, to uh, John and, and Harry and, uh, and Dan, uh, because they were saying things that I wish that I had said. And have said, even, I mean, to, up to this day, yeah, I've said similar things to what they've said, similar emotions and sentiments, not just, uh, say, melancholy or depression or, or you know, rough life, but also the joys. Uh, uh, I think one of my favorite lines from uh, one of um, Dan Fogelberg's songs, uh, the song is called Netherlands. And the verse uh, goes something along the lines of, uh, I came upon a road, uh, let's see, um, once in a vision, I came upon a road, um, uh, and um, I had a decision to make. Uh, I had to decide uh, which road I was going to take. One road was simple, acceptance on life. The other road offered sweet peace. When I made my decision, my vision became my release. And one of the fascinating things, at least for me, is that it didn't seem to me like it would have made any difference which road he would have taken. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Nancy wants to introduce you to the dog. Yes. Hello there. Yeah, um, that's, but that's what's interesting is, is when you listen to the lyrics at different times in your life, it'll bring up different meanings. So true. You know, um, when you are 
when you are writing, uh, do you have any expectations of thinking, okay, this is really flowing and I think I can knock this out in the next half hour or so, or sometimes can it actually, because I've even heard of artists who say, oh yeah, I've been working on this for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, that kind of thing. So true. It's different every time. I think. I think yeah. that um, sometimes it just blows, like it just blows like rain, and other times it's it's very taxing. You have to go through and take one line at a time. I think it's interesting for me when I write a song. It comes from the guitar, from the notes and the guitar mm. and the sound mm. and the beat and the cadence. And then the words follow. It's never like the words first. And then I always get inspired by playing. Hmm. Maria, what about you? I've done both, actually. I find it interesting if you go from the guitar or if you just take the words first. Actually, what I used to do is walk and write because the rhythm of walking yeah. really helped me push the words that. Mm -hmm. But I'm sort of a sit down and do it in one go kind of person. I don't I think I could take a song and write it over a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's under pressure. Sometimes there's a band practice and I think I got to pull something out for the band practice. So whatever, <laughs> whatever the case is, something, something motivates me. Or maybe you just have something you really need to get off your chest. And then that's when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. that's true too. And I've heard of uh, stories too. Uh, I know John Denver talks about... Uh, uh, writing a particular song on a ski lift and usually wow. that doesn't take more than 15 20 minutes to get up up the ski lift to wherever you're going uh, to go skiing you know and other times it's it's taken weeks and months and years uh, for for a song to to make it I've even noticed how uh, my song that I wrote even when I am singing it I am I'm still changing the words in in the uh, in the verses sometimes because it's just ah, that just doesn't flow the same it doesn't flow the way i would really like it to and that's one of the things that my my um facilitator i'll call her musical mentor if you will um shared with me that, that don't don't be the perfectionist don't try to get it out in the fr and first first shot and number two but the even the more important lesson as you're writing Use a pencil. Use a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I did a lot of erasing. A lot of scribbling. Out a of lot of scribbling out. and a lot of erasing. You betcha. Uh, this is fascinating. Now, in terms of, <clears throat> I mean, you say you have all ages come to you. <clears throat> Teens and adults, kids. And uh, then every so often, what? You have uh, a, like... Um, Oh, like in school, we had recitals. Mm -hmm. You have you have jams, I take it. Yeah, we do. We have jams. Sometimes um, we have in the back. We have a parking lot, and sometimes we have um, little concerts back there. We have a stage we set up, and everybody gets a chance to play, and that's really nice. And then we create other opportunities, outdoor opportunities, and like for um, the rock camp mm -hmm. we had a, a nice performance mm -hmm. and there was 
quite a few people. Oh, it was packed. It was, it was, was packed. overflowing into the street. But I think having had that experience, because we want to expose more people to it, we're seeking other venues to have these shows in as well in order to mm -hmm. allow the kids the opportunity to perform on other stages and also to expose more people to it so that it's not such a, a small space where not everybody who wants to be there can fit in because mm -hmm. we really do want to make this bigger. We're in the process of expanding and enlarging right now, I would say. Yes, we are. In terms of someone who might be interested in supporting the work that you two are doing through the uh, Star Jasmine Music Foundation, <clears throat> what are you in most need of? Oh, that's an easy one. We're in need of money. That would okay. be the first. Yeah, I mean, we, we also are looking for volunteers as well to help with grant writing, fundraising, working with the young people at the teen night, helping with outreach, helping painting and improve the space, um, raffles, PR and publicity, helping at our music exploration booth, which is at various places in the community. We bring in the instruments and we just sort of present ourselves and let folks try out the instruments. And so if a volunteer wants to help with any of those things, we have a really sweet group of volunteers at the moment, but we could always use people with different, more, yeah. <laughs> different expertise and ideas yeah. as well. You know, right. somebody just approached us with a lot of nonprofit experience and he had a wealth of ideas about fundraising. It was mind blowing. So just, um, we are grateful for the expertise and ideas from everyone. Basically. We're also actually in the process of, rebuilding our board because we had a little bit of a challenge a couple of board members actually passed away last year mm. and so we're looking for dedicated and passionate people who want to come and help build the organization with us and so if you're interested in that as well i would recommend getting in touch with nancy because um it's mm -hmm. it's a great team actually it's a lot of fun where do you see star jasmine in a year five years ten years well hopefully someday we'll be able to get some land donated and we'll build a retreat center music and the arts and that's that's where i really see it so that we can serve many more people it's it's we're we're actually growing out of our space right now <laughs> we've got so much and we've done so much but we want to do so much more <laughs> mm -hmm. so we're looking for new ways to to get out there and serve the community keep it all going uh, it, it, would i be mistaken if i was to say uh based upon my experiences and seeing your facility there on milpas that you, you don't need any more instruments or do you <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are creating a music library. So you can check out the instruments. So that's one thing that'll be nice. But um, yeah, we can always use more instruments because we, we, we um, gift them out to children. And we're also, um, we do raffles and that helps us sustain the building and, and our school. So we do whatever we can to some instruments are welcome. Sure enough. And in yeah. the event that we have the opportunity to expand into a larger space with multiple rooms, we would need that many more instruments. And that is a goal as well. Perhaps, exactly. perhaps in collaboration with other 
music and arts nonprofits here in town, we could start some kind of a really cool creative um, community center for, for kids and share the space. I don't know. Or maybe there's somebody really generous out there who'd like to lend or give us a space, but really the space is quite needed and we would be delighted to use a larger space because as we can serve that many more people if we have more space to do the work that we're doing in. You know, it seems as though there's more than enough space out there uh, to do pretty much everything that we would like to do. Um, but one of the things that I'm curious about as far as uh, uh, Star Jasmine and what it is that you are uh, um, providing uh, to children and adults uh, across the spectrum, if you will, um, I'm curious about your experiences in regards to music on a spiritual level in terms of how it how you teach it, but also how it feeds your souls. Wow, that's, that's heavy. But yeah, music is hugely spiritual. You know, the vibration of the sound, it just seems to get in every one of, every one of your cells in your body and it's stimulating and it has a very... Um, um, a strong, how can I say it? <laughs> Music is, is very spiritual for me. I, I, especially like the medicine singing bowls and the didgeridoos and the, the drums. Um, our president, he used to teach the seven sacred rhythms uh, on the djembe around the world. And it is just amazing, these five-day workshops, and we just take you on a, a journey. And, and part of music, too, is the silence. you got to remember to have the pause and the silence. And, and that's a real magical spiritual moment, too, when you just, there's nothing. That's mm. how I feel about yeah. music. Yeah. How about you, Maria? I'm just learning about the spiritual aspects now, to be perfectly honest. I recently heard about the difference between the 432 and the 440 um, frequency and how our instruments are unfortunately tuned to a frequency that makes us feel a little more aggressive than crazily enough. I don't know if you've heard this, but I heard it from numerous sources. So it's not um, a wacky conspiracy. Goebbels, the, the, the Nazi German, uh, was behind that transformation from 432, which is the vibration of love, to 440, which is the sort um, of tense, aggressive vibration of um, music that we hear now. And it's how we tune our instruments. And so actually, it would behoove us to turn it back to 432. And I'd love to do that at jams, but then we have to retune the keyboard. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. So I mean, it's a big project, but it's it's interesting just to that to gain awareness, true. right? To gain mm -hmm. awareness that these these frequencies can have a real healing effect, or um, a, the antithesis of that. So we want to keep it loving and healing. Yeah, we actually have a teacher that knows a lot about that. It would be interesting to have him come in and do a workshop yeah, about it. I would love that. That yeah. would be there. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Well, yeah, we've had a uh, vibration, so music is just the, the ultimate vibration, I guess. Right. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say we've had many, many people on this program, uh, uh, Jonathan Goldman in particular. I've had Stephen Halpern on this program. I've had a number of other folks talking about sound, vibration, tone. Um, uh, and, and it is just, it, it is indeed fascinating. And I have heard about, uh, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but I think I'm going to on the, the 432 and the 440 frequencies and figuring out, okay, so how does one uh, uh, make that shift? How does one incorporate that into one's daily life so that one can uh, maintain a, shall we call it a more, um, equally a greater equilibrium emotionally, mentally, and emotionally mm -hmm. uh, that in turn helps the body to maintain a balance. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be that would be an interesting, uh, interesting project, and I'm sure they've done it. I'm even familiar of uh, with the people within uh, um, medical. Or, or healing alternative health and wellness uh, practices going back to the 30s uh, with a gentleman by the name of Royal Raymond Rife and the Rife Frequency Generator, uh, where he, uh, he basically was able to find the frequencies of the various diseases, let's just say a cancer cell, because he basically was able to see the living tissue under an electron microscope. He couldn't, he couldn't do it with dead tissue. He had to have living tissue. And he was then able to generate the balancing frequency to cause the cancer cells to uh, diminish, if you will, uh, in terms of balancing the, the frequency to the host body. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Sorry, what was his name? I don't want to write it down. His name, pardon me, is Royal Raymond Rife. Mm -hmm. You can just, uh, I'm sure that you can just Google, Google Royal Raymond Rife, and uh, it'll, it'll, and it'll come up. I had the great pleasure, to be honest with you, back in 2005 of, and actually it may have been earlier than that, 2004, of uh, actually being the narrator for their DVD about Royal Raymond Rice. And uh, really, uh, really very cool. Uh, I, I, it was a great experience in doing that, but also in learning about what he went through. I mean, he, he suffered the same kinds of slings and arrows that say somebody like uh, uh, Nikola Tesla suffered in his day when it came to uh, free energy, free electricity. Uh, and so forth. Uh, the AMA came after Rife and, and um, damn near destroyed everything just like they did with Tesla. Uh, but there are still people who believe in this thing. And the thing is, is that there are people who aren't using those devices, but they're creating other uh, frequency generators of, a di of different types. Uh, a Stephen Lewis, who wrote a book called Sanctuary, also has a computer program where you give him a photograph of you, head to toe, send it to him, puts it in your in his computer, and then sends out the balancing frequencies mm -hmm. to help you to help your system to get into a, a state of. I've heard this term uh, many many years ago homeostasis mm -hmm. you know 
So it's not only a wonderful uh, spiritual uh, um, accoutrement, it is also uh, a wonderful healing element, you know? Yes. Um, you know, and, and when you think about it, what goes through your mind as well as body? If you're driving down the road and somebody comes a driving on up and they've got the bass cranked all the way up and you can hear their car vibrating and it all, and it goes through their car and into you. If it's a good song, I'm delighted. Something I like, especially when you see the person and maybe it matches the music or maybe it doesn't. And it's always, I love that sort of making the private sphere public. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fascinating study. I'm curious. Oh, sorry, just really quick. It's interesting that you mentioned Tesla because mm -hmm. when you mentioned the other guy, I automatically thought about Tesla as well and how there are so many suppressed technologies that would be healing and free and they're always suppressed because they're not money makers and exactly. it's more profitable for the big business to cash in on something by make by um, eliminating this knowledge or suppressing it rather you know yeah. i i say to to those folks do something else with the billions <laughs> that you've got do something else to help mankind yeah you can i'm not saying you can't make money i would never say that you can't make money but why does it have to be off of the backs of those people who are in perpetual dis-ease and in many cases, uh, some would say the powers that be want them to stay in that state of perpetual dis-ease because there's money in it. There's money in it. It's like, oh, come on, you know. Uh, yeah. There's, there's got to, there, I know there's, a, I don't have the answers. Please don't get me wrong. I do not have the answers. That's why we have guests like you on the program to find those answers. Um, but they're out there somewhere and we will find them and we will find better ways of doing things. That's what we're looking for is those new ways of living. The old ways don't work. Just look around you. They're not working. And um, so it's time now for us to find those new ways of uh, living and working and playing and making music and creating community and helping our society our civilization not to just survive but to thrive yeah. and it sounds to me like the two of you are about that helping Absolutely. to th our society to thrive i want to thank the two of you for being here on the program i want to remind our listeners uh, that this program of course is going to be available uh, at our uh, uh, sound at our, our podcast sites as well as on uh, the website this program is here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday mornings at 1 a.m. as well as uh, Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. that's our special edition of tell me your story uh, we are also podcasting on SoundCloud iTunes TuneIn Radio Spotify Stitcher Player FM Blueberry many other locations uh, on the web as well as uh, Amazon Music, I believe I mentioned that. And we are also on YouTube where you can watch these interviews. Uh, and of course, we will be linked and we put a, a lot of information into uh, those, uh, those uh, uh, sites so that uh, you have information, you have their website, you can go there, you can find out more, uh, you can support them, you can get involved and say, hey, I want to learn how to write, to sing, to play, to 
I, I actually did just recently learn how to tried to learn how to play the guitar. And I have set that one aside because uh, my hand, my, my, my right hand, I'm right-handed on the frets. I just, it's not comfortable. And I know that it will take time if I continue to pursue it to get my hands curled around the neck of the guitar. But in the meantime, I've, I've got this. Okay. So yeah, I'm,
my life's purpose is to inspire, inspire creativity. And Maria, what is your life? What is all right? What is your life's purpose? Yeah, I would say again to create community and help do that in creative ways. And I think that's one thing I really appreciate about Jam is is the fact that the focus is really on creativity as well as music exploration, and that it's somewhere where everybody can sort of be themselves and be comfortable with that and, and share what they have in their hearts and produce new new songs and new energy. So yeah, community, creativity, nothing left to say. Well, I want to thank the two of you. <laughs> thank the two of you for joining us here on the program and for sharing the vision of Star Jasmine Music Foundation and the work that you are doing. Uh, actually, I don't even think I would call it work, the play that you are doing. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful thing, and we should all have that opportunity. I can, I can tell you right now that I haven't worked a day in my life uh, with only a few exceptions, but actually I look at those more as those learning experiences along the way that have helped me, uh, and I hope that we can do the same for others and give them those learning experiences to help them to transform their lives uh, through music and vibration and tone and all of the good stuff uh, that is available to us. I would like to thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World as we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to love.